Tuesday, June 20th. Let's play Hurdle. Today's song is New Year's Day by U2. Who starts off that song with that Tarzan yell, though? Man, that's awesome. Okay. I think we had this one way back in the back, maybe in the past. Maybe it was just another U2 song from this era, the war era. So this is 83. Steve Lillywhite produced it. We got to talk about U2 for a minute, I guess. Golly, so many things are coming to my mind. Okay. Um, I like, one of the things I really like about U2 is how they do the band dynamic. So obviously they've been a band now for you know, going on 50 years, and that is extremely rare. And I'd love to know more about the dynamics between the band themselves, like personally, like how they take time off and all that kind of stuff, side projects, how they do all that stuff. But the thing I know, I definitely think contributes to why they've been together 50 years. So they give equal songwriting credits to all the band members. So if you look at this one on Spotify and go to credits, it's going to say, you know, Larry and, and Edge and Bono, like at least all four guys in the band wrote it. And they do that because they really feel, which I agree, especially as a bass player, that that's how these songs happen. So take, for instance, this song. Like Bono's writing all the words. Some other songs, Edge written, has written all the words. Bono or more of the edge is probably writing the chords, coming up with the riff, the guitar riff, or maybe on piano, the chords, and Bono can do the same thing. But the drums and the bass really make a lot of the song as well. So they don't, some other bands, you know, lead singer gets all the money. He gets a lot more because he wrote all the words. Like it's just very weighted unevenly, and it just makes for a very strange dynamic. Like one guy's making millions of dollars and the drummer in the band's like barely getting enough to get by kind of thing. It has to do other stuff. It's it's a bad dynamic for a band to last 50 years. But in this case, I always like this story because what's the bass player's name? Is that Larry Mullen? Wrote, or during soundcheck, was trying to figure out the Visage song, Fade to Gray. So let's listen to Visage for a second. That's a late 70s pop synth pop band if you okay so he was trying to figure that out and he couldn't it was in sound check and you're just messing around there they tell you you know bass play something as we're checking bass and he's just trying to figure that out and what he stumbled upon was kind of the riff that he came up with for new year's day bono had some stuff for new year's day um he already had lyrics it started out as a love song to his wife and then turned into a song about a polish standoff took a hard turn there but um so anyway the bass makes this song and then like i think about sunday bloody sunday on this album like yes that's an insane guitar part that the edge wrote but that intro on the drums is just as epic and important and iconic on the snare and that's you know so it's like everybody is involved everybody's making it and then even bono i, I saw just recently on an apple interview that when the edge and Bono might write a complete song together. They still take it to the other two guys and sit down to play it as a band and kind of like improv with it. Like, let's just play it because 
the song could speed up, slow down, or have a completely different feel or vibe once the drums and bass do something. So the finished product is not there without all four guys putting their flavor into it. And so it only makes sense that that's how we pay each other as well. Because we're a band. So I like that. This is Steve Lillywhite, the producer. One of my favorites. Probably, like, he is right. He is 1B behind Rick Rubin for me. Steve Lillywhite has worked with every band on the planet. Six or seven Grammys, producer of the year. Everyone from Talking Heads to the ones that are big in my life that I think about, because it, it, it's easy to talk about, would be U2, Dave Matthews Band, and Guster. Guster is one of my favorite bands on the planet, and I know one of the guys in Guster, so I get a lot of behind-the-scenes talk, and I beat them down so much with Steve Lillywhite talk. I get to see them like once a year, and I swear, if I have an hour with them, I'm talking Steve Lillywhite for 45 minutes. <laughs> They're like, doesn't this guy know everything he needs to know about him yet? But I don't. So Steve Lillywhite has really found his calling. I mean, he's just an excellent producer, but he finds these bands that have an excellent live show, or there's something about their live show, their energy, the charisma, whatever it is, and he has to go, how do I get that on an album? Or vice versa. They go, hey, we want you to listen to this band. And like with you too, he listened to the demos and he wasn't impressed. He didn't like him. But Steve Lillywhite's like, let me go see him live. That's his whole thing. I want to go see him live. He sees you two play live. And that's where he sees Bono. And you're just like, wait a minute. You guys have kind of neutered your lead singer on these demos. So that's where when I hear that Tarzan yell on New Year's Day, I that is Steve Lillywhite to me going, what would you do live, man? You would just scream into the microphone as soon as that started, right? It's like, well, yeah, probably. Do it here. Like, let's go. We got to do this thing. We got to bring that vibe and energy. Same with like Dave Matthews Band. Like, think about seeing Dave Matthews Band before they're signed and going, okay, you've got one of the best drummers on the planet. At that time, their bass player was like 17 and he's a prodigy. You got a fiddle player, you got horns. Dave has one of the strangest voices to ever be recorded. I know people that hate Dave Matthews' voice because it's just, just, it's all over the place, man. That That dude's strange. But it was his job to go, okay, how do we make these really beautiful dynamic songs with all of these pieces and it has to fit and and represent the way, the energy, and the vibe you guys can do live. So he did Under the Table and Dreaming. And like people with synesthesia who see color when they hear music, like John Mayer, say that Under the Table and Dreaming is the most colorful album that they have ever found. And in fact, that's what John Mayer said. Like he listens to that and there's just so many colors for him. It's just a crazy album. Same with Guster. So Guster's drummer... They call him the Thunder God because he plays with his hands. He's got bongos and snares and cymbals, and he's slapping cymbals with his hands. He's bleeding in his live shows. He's dancing and going berserk. And then it's like two acoustic guitars, sometimes bass, now a lot more bass, but early days, just two acoustics and vocals. And the live show has so much energy and is so cool that they just needed help capturing that creativity and and their uniqueness in an album. And Steve Lillowhite saw them live. I don't remember the story. They were in Boston. They're from Boston. 
Steve Lillowhite saw Guster play. And he knows from his experience, like, man, y'all just need me to get this album. And is it Too Far to Care? It's the one with the kid on the piano. Let me just make sure I'm telling you the right one. When I go to Guster. Lost and Gone Forever. Sorry. Too Far to Care is an old 97's album. Lost and Gone Forever. Got to listen to Guster, Lost and Gone Forever. And Steve Lillowhite told him, hey, I'll, I'll produce your next album. To which they were like, there's no way that's going to happen. But they followed up. They called. They said, hey, we could do it here. We'll do whatever you want. And they got it done. Steve Lillywhite produced a Guster album, and it's fantastic. And it helped blow them up and go bananas. So I love Steve Lillywhite, and I love that idea that he's kind of an expert at capturing a live sound in a creative recording process. But he definitely helped you, too, figure out how to get Bono to be Bono in an album. Okay, New Year's Day by you too. That was awesome. See y'all tomorrow. You can play Hurdle every day at letsplayhurdle.com. And you can watch us here live on Instagram at Let's Play Hurdle.